Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, The Nifty Investor. Today, we are talking about penny stocks everybody's favorite or the gambler's favorites. I would say it's the only sector of the stock market where you can really see crypto-like gains. That's, it's a dangerous, 100X, risky, 1,000x, exciting world. 99% down, delistings. It Man, is the wild west of the stock market, it is, right? That, that place is nuts. If you want to learn about penny stocks, hop on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see people pumping pumping every single penny stock that that is out there is being pumped on Twitter. There are so many parallels between penny stocks and crypto. It is the pump and dump center. There is wild, you know, over-the-counter trading, unregulated companies that aren't putting in earnings reports. You know, there's a lot of fraud. It is the Wild West. It's not as regulated as the NASDAQ or the, you know, the Dow Jones or whatever. Yeah. It's the OTC, right? Over-the-counter. Yeah. But there's so much potential. It's like you're holding on to this dream that you're going to buy this stock, this penny stock mm-hmm. at a pr- fraction of a penny and it's going to go up to a buck, you know? And if it did, holy shit, that's some serious coin. Yeah. The, the opportunity to make amazing gains in penny stocks can't be denied, but it's way harder than people on Twitter. The pumpers make you think it is. Yeah. They and make it look like it's so easy. Right. So what is a penny stock? An over-the-counter stock, it's a company that... When it trades on the OTC, it doesn't require an exchange membership. It doesn't need to meet the exchange standards of the NASDAQ. So it doesn't have to keep the earnings reports coming in. It doesn't have to keep a certain price. It's unregulated to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. right? So that comes with a lot of, you know, uncertainty. It's shady. Yeah, I I think the SEC has, it's a security trading under $5. Right. That's Uh, the technical definition. Yeah. And... So you can have like different tiers. You can have ones that trade on the NASDAQ and they're trading at like $2. Like they would consider that still a penny stock Mm. because it's still so risky. Um, But then you can get to the OTC and then you have like actual penny stocks where it's trading at 20 cents, a penny, uh, three pennies. A fraction of a penny. Then you get to like your lower tier and it's like, point that's when you get to like triple digits the like, pink sheets right yeah it's like point zero 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 three yeah so it's like a, a, a third of a penny the pink sheets right that's yeah. like wolf of wall street that yeah. was what jordan belford was always you know yeah. pitching people the pink sheet stocks i think it's, they're called pink sheet stocks because they used to be traded with a pink sheet of paper right and that's how you different differentiated them as towards normal stocks right or, i don't know white paper or whatever um so that's why they call pink sheets we could technically back to the day we could technically like we have the beanstalk we could we could go on the stock market technically. Yeah. Just as like a pink sheet. And pump it and say that, you know, we have some metaverse. amazing tech. Yeah, we're a metaverse, DeFi, yeah. organic, blockchain, handmade company that's about to do something insane. Yeah. And drive the price up. Pay a bunch of Twitter people to just start pumping the, the stock symbol. For sure. <laughs> so what 
the, what are the benefits of trading penny stocks? You can make insane gains. So the one I always think about last year when, you know, we were really deep into penny stocks, there was TSNP, Humble. Yep. Um, they went up a million percent. Wow. That's huge. A million percent? That is huge. Did That's, you own any TSN? I did. I mean, I didn't get a million yeah. percent, but I did ride it up a bit. I made a decent amount. Like, I think it was, you know, it was like a 10x. Yeah, right. Wow. Um, but, you know. Crypto so, gang. So some of the people that were on that early and on Twitter, um, it's insane the amount of money that you can make, you know, a million percent. It's, it's really hard to yeah, quantify. Especially because it's getting compounded, like yeah. what you're making, like every percentage, half percentage point that it starts going up, you're like doubling your money. I mean, that's, that's not happening every year. That no. was like a once in a lifetime, once in a generation type event. But it yeah. just shows you the power of, you know, when it goes from 0.0001 to a dollar, yeah. crazy things can happen. Um, but on the, on the flip side, just like crypto, it can go down just as fast as it went up. So uh, a stock can pump to 0.01 and you know, three <clears> days later, it's getting absolutely crushed because there's not a lot of liquidity in the stocks, right? No, because you need that volume. You need you do need eyes on the project. You need, or oh, sorry, on the company. Yeah. Um, you need that volume coming through. You need traders there. A lot of them will only have a few thousand uh, dollars worth of trading. Yeah. But then when you see something that has, you know, 150 times what the normal trading volume is, that's when you start to actually have some liquidity there. But it, it comes down to who's first in, who's first out, I think, with a lot of these penny stocks. Because they'll they'll go up 50, 100, 200%, but then they'll go down just as fast. For sure. In a heartbeat. You always have to be careful on penny stocks. What you see on Twitter with these pump and dumpers is these guys front load penny stocks. You know, they'll there'll be like three of them. Each of them has $150,000 followers on Twitter. They each buy $10,000 worth of this penny stock that is, it's, actually not even a real company yeah and then they all pump it for two months all of their followers buy into it and then when it reaches the top these guys dump their bags yeah um and because you know there's no blockchain you can't really it's very hard to prove that unless mm. the sec does an investigation into them which they do yeah some people they do for sure mm-hmm. but the twitter space is just filled with it you know how, do they have enough agents to go around and try to get these guys you know Zach morris <laughs> that guy um, but look, I mean, if I think it, it's worth it to learn about the penny stock, um, you know, sector, because it is, I think it's worth it to put it, put, put some bucks in there. Um, the way that you have to do research on the companies, I think it's completely different than you almost have to like drive, like you have to physically go there and like go to the office. Hey, John Smith, like, do you exist? Like, is there an actual building here? Let me see your product. Yeah. You know, because I'm not believing the images you put up on the internet. No, it's all bullshit because yeah. it's not regulated, right? Yeah. But so a lot of a lot of the things that um, popular investors do for penny stocks is they find these holding companies that are nothing, and then they dig deep into the rumors of when these holding companies are going to do a merger and acquisition with a legitimate company. That's what happened with TSMP. Right. So it was this <clears throat> holding company that was nothing, um, and then they merged or acquired. Uh, a company called Humble, which is like a digital payments platform, kind yep. of like a crypto play. Right. So these early guys, I don't know if it was insider information or they did the research, but they knew that this was coming. So, you know, and you see this all the time. You see, you know, <laughs> this holding company, it's 0.001 penny stock. Rumors are they're going to be merging with this. Was it com- like TGGI uh, or something? Yeah. Were they, it was and like, almost like a tin hat theory. Like the way that these guys piece these things together. And if it plays out, boom, sweet. Yeah. Well, if it does, I think they were making the comparison that some wine, some Chinese... It was like a wine filtration? Yeah, some big Chinese winery was going to... But the way they connected the dots, 
It's like that, you know, you see that, that meme image of the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like Charlie, whatever his name is. He's got the strings on the yeah. board. He's got, <laughs> got the cigarette and just like he's pointing to the board like he's figured something out. Uh, that's pretty much what you have to do to, to get some of these runs. on like this. If you follow the yeah. CEO on Twitter and you look at the posts he's liked from the last six months, you'll notice that most of the yeah. posts are from this Chinese winery. And then they, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah okay. LTNC was another I, I one. I was just about to say. So, you know, that was one of our best and worst <laughs> investments. Made money off of it. Yeah, we made money off it. So that was holding company, right? Yeah. And, you know, at the time, I've never really dove into penny stocks besides my very first investment ever, which I've mentioned on this podcast mm-hmm. before where I lost all my money. I've never really like dove into it until maybe this past year or so. And LTNC, I was like, yeah, you could see they're, they had a product. I, I don't even know if they still do. I haven't looked at it in months. It's, I have no it's idea. It's not doing too well. No, I know the stock itself is not doing well, but I know they were pumping out. An, it was like a vitamin water or something like that. Manny Pacquiao as... Tom Brady's trainer. Yeah. Alex Tom. Guerrero. <laughs> so so what happened with LTNC? LTNC was a holding company. They had like a labor a labor supply company that was under the wing, Labor Smart. Yeah, it used to be a um, staffing firm. Staffing firm, right. And then so then there was rumors that they were going to be acquiring a company that makes um, hydrogen, hydrogen, water. hydrogen infused water. Yeah. I mean, obviously water is H2O. Oh, yeah. It already has hydrogen in it. Extra but, hydrogen. But this water has extra hydrogen in it. So they, <laughs> they made parallels to vitamin water and how successful 50 Cent was with vitamin water. And then they looked further into this company and they saw that Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero, was linked to the company. And they said, oh, Tom Brady is going to pump this company. And the stock went from 0.007 to 0.07. So, yeah, it almost hit 10 cents. Yeah. Yeah, it almost hit ten cents. So yeah, it was like seventy, you know, seventy thousand percent gains. It was great. Yeah, insane. And again, it's it's connecting the dots. It's the rumor. It's the idea. It's the potential. Yep. Which is what brings all these people in. And then what happened with it though? Well, Manny Pacquiao went into a fight and he lost. <laughs> and he was like the, he was their, this amazing uh, spokesperson for them. I guess he was supposed to be. Yeah. But then he had that fight against what's what's his face? Some no name guy. And he lost the fight. Remember we were at the bar? <laughs> yeah, we were watching. And we were watching, th- like, this is the end for LPNC. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he lost, I was like, oh, this is this stock is done. <laughs> if he won that fight, things might be different. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But but so th- this is a cautionary tale, and this is kind of what penny stocks is about in, in a lot of ways. It's you find a company, you see the rumors, you're buying the rumor. That's it. And once that thing pumps despite the fact if that rumor is true or if it's false or if it's going to happen, that's the moment where you need to get out of the penny stock. You can make those 10,000% gains. You can make those insane gains. You can turn $100 into $10,000 with a penny stock based on rumors. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to do that, just know that it's gambling. Yeah. It's super risky. And a lot of it is based on nothing. 100%. So, you know, if you have $10,000 to invest, you know, maybe $500 into penny stocks. Because <laughs> that... If that, right? Because you have to be prepared to lose 99% of it. Yeah. You're looking at maybe like some biotech companies that uh, potentially have an FDA approval is another example yep. of maybe something that could cause it to run because there's like, a I was another one, RGBP. Yeah, yeah Regen Bio, Pharma or whatever. Yeah. Yep. You know, there's all these, this speculation that they had some, and they still might, you know, but just because the crypto sector has been so hot, 
I've been focusing more on that than the penny stocks. But as you, of late. you posted that RGPP in the Discord. And it did so went well. Went up like 400%. It was ripping. A lot of people in the Discord made a lot of money based that, on your call. That thing was ripping. So, and it you was know. just, but then you did, yeah, then you got to know when to sell and you need to, you got to have your own plan and your mm. own, you know, you, you said, you're like, hey, man, this thing's running pretty hard. Maybe it's time to get out. I was like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. I'll, I'll get out now. Yeah. And that is, uh, you know, a very popular sector of penny stocks, the biotech firms yeah. that rely on the FDA approvals. But if those FDA approvals get declined, that thing is going down, down to 90%. Zero. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I've been in one, and it was like, I think it was this, this popular Twitter influencer, Zach Morris, pumped it. And it was a penny sock. And he's like, the FDA is going to approve this, you know, put some money into it. Boom. Declined down <laughs> 70% before the market opens. And then you're just, now you're a bag. Yeah, you just, just sell it for nothing, right? Yeah. Um, but it's learning. <laughs> you have to learn these things for yourself. I mean, you, it's super hard to sell something when it's going parabolic because you just think it's going to the moon. Yeah. It's going to keep going. Yeah. But when you ride a penny stock up from 0.001 cent to a cent or whatever it is, and then you see it go back down and you lose 60% of your profits. You do that once, you learn from it. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. the next time you ride one up, you take profits. Yeah. There's almost like, it's almost like there's two ways you could play it. You could say, this company is solving a problem. You know, maybe like Viper Networks is another, like Smart Cities or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> When, we're to, when the green energy sector <laughs> was flying, this is a penny stock that was like grabbing onto the momentum of green energy and making smart cities. So if you're looking at a futuristic world where you know cars are flying around and you have the LiDAR technology and all this stuff, then maybe you put 200 bucks in there and you just let it ride. Maybe at some point that company will actually hit their targets, make a real product, and it does really well. The alternative way to play it would be keep your eyes glued. You're going to have maybe a week or two weeks or a day or a month. You're going to have a very small window. Mm. Pay attention. When you're up, take your money out and never look back. For sure. That, the parallel for that right now would be I've seen a lot of people on Twitter pumping metaverse-linked penny stocks. Oh. And these guys are going, they're full tin hat on these, like, you know, it's a holding company that sells chickens. But if you look at their Twitter, <laughs> just followed this virtual reality company who's putting farms into the meta. It's, you know, just like <laughs> crazy things. And it's like, you know, it's sitting at a point, a fraction of a penny. And, you know, he, he goes, you know, if this gets confirmed, this thing's going to a dollar. So it's just as risky and stupid as it sounds. If you, if you're looking into these gambling risky type plays, these are the ways you can play penny stocks. Yeah. But the, you know, there are also legitimate sectors of the OTC that we should discuss. Um, so, for example, uh, we did the previous podcast on the U.S. cannabis industry, right? Mm. These companies are most, a lot of them are sitting in penny range. Um, they're on the OTC because they can't actually get to the NASDAQ because cannabis is federally legal in, federally illegal in America. So they're OTC stocks. A lot of them are penny stocks, not because they are these crazy holding companies that don't exist, but because there's a regulation that's preventing them to go to the NASDAQ, right? So those are more legitimate sectors. And there's the mushroom stocks we talked about, same thing. A lot of those are on the OTC because they can't go because yeah. they haven't been regulated yet. Yeah, there are some occurrences where the, it actually does make sense for them to, if they want to gain access to capital, it's the only thing that they can do. Right. Yeah. And so those ones, that would be more of a long-term strategy. If you think that cannabis is going to be made federally legal, 
park some money in the OTC listed US cannabis stocks because when those get uplisted, as we saw with MindMed, they could fly. I think it, it, not the actual listing itself, but the rumor of That's listing right. is That's when right. they will fly. So the, you could, I think what we did with MindMed is, I think it was like the day after it got listed, yeah. it peaked. Yeah. And then as soon as it, it just gets, yeah. it, it tanked from there. Yeah, so it's- depend- And then it comes down to, are the, then they become a real company. It's like, okay, you're, you're with the big boys now. Mm-hmm. You're on the NASDAQ, you're on the New York Stock Exchange. Do you have revenue? Mm. You know, are your gross margins increasing? You know, are your losses decreasing? It's all real. Yeah, you're. Hey, you're here now. Demonstrate what you have. Otherwise, you're not going to cut it around to your kid for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, look, Mindman was a penny stock that we rode up from a couple of pennies to multiple dollars. Yeah, it went all the way up to like six, seven bucks, and now it's crashed down to like a dollar, dollar. Yeah. So. Once a company goes from a penny stock where there's no regulation and it's not based really on revenue or anything to the NASDAQ where it's all based on quarterly reports, regulation, all that kind of stuff, it's a long road ahead. Yeah. So while I am still a bullish on MindMed, it's just you just have to know that that's a mistake that we made. Maybe I should have sold all of my holdings, even though I still believe in the company. You just have to know that when a company goes from the OTC to the NASDAQ, it's not going to be a straight lineup. It's going to be pump. Probably a sell-off and then a long road ahead to get back a to long, where it was. Yeah, be prepared to hold on to that. Um, but I think our investing thesis has always been five, like we're five, we hold things for five years, type sure. of thing, five years plus. Or we're doing swing trades. You know, we're looking to ride the momentum, get out for after two or three, four, five months. Yep. Um, we're not typically the day-to-day type of investor. I think like the penny stocks is more, you got to be on top of it. Yep. It's short-term trading. For sure. You know, I think so for our investing thesis, it's it's long-term plays. Hence why we would hold a mind med. Through the dip. It's, or just add more. Yeah. It's it's a place. It's a company that we foresee having, you know, when the, when the <clears throat> clinical trials are all approved, you know, they're in their mm. stage three, stage four. You got Kevin O'Leary pumping money into them and all that. Like it sounds like a safe investment down the road it's it's retirement money you know you're setting it up at some point things have to change with the way that um you know the lockdowns have affected people and you know businesses being shut down like there there there's a a case a use case for this type of medicine for sure i mean but you know we say that obviously we always you know gravitate towards the long-term investments and that's what we preach in the discord we're always talking about you know legitimate companies and stuff but we've gone through the process of going into the OTC market and trying to do these quick trades with penny stocks. We've learned it for ourselves, right? Yeah. So yeah. we've made the mistakes. We've seen the ups. I've made, you know, 50X on a, on a penny stock. I've also lost 98% of an investment that I've put into a penny stock. We've done it for ourselves. I think that's really the only way to learn in terms of any sort of investing, whether it's crypto stocks, penny stocks, NASDAQ, whatever. You got to do it for yourself. You can listen to our podcasts and listen to our videos and, and join the Discord. And that's great. And it's great to learn from us, from our experience and everyone else on social media. Um, but until you really do it for yourself, you're only going to learn that lesson when you felt the burn personally yeah. or when you've seen the euphoria personally, right? If you ride the stock up, you see the euphoria, you feel it. If you get burnt, you feel it. You're emotional about it and you learn from it, right? So it's it's all the mistakes and successes that you have, you got to learn from it. Yeah, you need so, to wire the brain to, to actually feel the burn. Yeah. Like somebody, I, somebody posts in the Discord, he's like, um, this is... Recent in regards to crypto, for example, there's a bit of a sell-off right now. No capital on the sidelines right now to add to, to add to the dip. Right, and that's only something you can learn through this moment. 
You know what I mean? Like you have to feel that burn of like, shit, I don't have any money now. There's sure. amazing, everything's trading at a discount. You know, it's a growing sector still. Damn, this would be a great time to put some money in. Yep. But you gotta, you gotta feel it. For sure. In terms of penny stocks, would you say there's any at the moment that you're looking at, that you own, that you that you want to buy? I mean, I can think of a few. What do you got? Like, I'm when it comes to penny stocks. By the time this episode is aired, I'm thinking that it potentially could be too late for whoever's listening. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm I'm riding more the I'm I'm speaking more to what we've learned. Yeah. About the theories and the rumor, and I think it's like you know. Whatever the next rumor is going to be, uh, <clears throat> when Omicron started to spread a bit more and there was the vaccine pill, like vaccine pills, mm. you could start to look to penny stocks where all about, you know, uh, vaccine type of pill yep. companies. In power clinics? Yeah. Like th- that's the reason that thing start is moving now. Yep. You know, so I'm, a, I'm hesitant to say a penny stock just because yeah, the yeah. time of when this is you never know. put out. I don't know. But I'm going to definitely use this rumor mm. and you really have to buy at the very beginning of the rumor. And that is by paying attention to social media, the news articles that are being released, mm. all these other factors that are going to drive a particular sector. Yep, for sure. And it's like, look, look for the companies or what I do is I look for the companies that, you know, they seem legit or if you're looking for, so for example, a company that is legit, uh, you know, the one that we've always discussed in the past, we've traded it, you know, Interscope. Oh, yeah. INND, right? Yeah, the, yeah. So, like, you know, this is a penny stock with a tiny valuation that is selling hearing aids. And there's legislation in the U.S. that's supposed, and again, here's, right. the, here's the rumor, right? It's supposed to come forward that hearing aids are switching from prescription to over-the-counter. Yeah. So, you can buy them at Walmart. You can buy them at Target. And they have this great new hearing aid technology that's, you know, integrated with this new whatever and it, it is a legitimate company they have. You can see they're selling these hearing aids and stuff like that. And it's got a tiny valuation. So if this regulation does come forward, they could see a massive boom. Yeah. And it did see a huge boom last year around this time, January, February. Uh, and then it's sold off and it's never really recovered. But that, you know, those is an example of a real company mm-hmm. that could do those gains if that, if that rumor comes true. Yeah, they had uh, like commercials on Fox and uh, interviews and stuff like mm. that. They had kiosks at, you know, a top 200 retailer or so that it it was um to to your question i did think of one and i still hold it (laughs) it's uh e e e n f or something 88 powers 88 88 energy this mining it's a yeah oil mining company and apparently they've they found they hit the the jackpot they they found some uh amazing oil reserve and (laughs) (laughs) let me get the reason the the reason that they um are were running was because there's rumor of a big company like a you know a multinational company buying them out right i bring this up because i just recently started to started to see twitter posts on this company again this is like eight months later i'm like oh i'm i'm starting to see it again maybe this starts to go on a run right I'm keeping my eyes to it. Yeah, I think I, I wrote that one up earlier this year. I think it was in March or April. I wrote that up massively, and then there was some crazy news that came out, and it dropped like 70%. <laughs> and I was sitting there with, yeah, just a, a gigantic gain in this stupid penny stock, and then... No! So, <laughs> okay, so it did have a spike. It went, it's uh, 
on the five days, it's up 15%. Right. So, it's so just there's, starting. Some, there's, some, there's something happening there. I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah. I mean, that, that's another uh, very popular sector of penny stocks is mining oil energy companies. Because, you know, there's always a rumor that they hit the biggest patch of oil in Australia or Canada that they've ever seen. Yeah. And that this company is going to fly. And then, it, you know, a lot of the times it does not come to fruition, unfortunately. So this is a yeah, this is an Australian company. Too, an, so I, mean, I, I remember that one. So you can like, because they're on the opposite time zone, you can actually kind of see what's happening ahead of time. So that's maybe that's another thing to pay attention to yep. with penny stocks is, you know, where are they located? Do they have headquarters somewhere else? You can kind of tune into that market. Yep. You could ask the people in Australia, hey, how's, how's the company doing? Go drive there? to the oil patch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, in general, penny stock, it's the wild west of the stock market. It's very, it's less regulated than the NASDAQ. Um, you can see insane games, insane gains based on rumors, based on hype, based on nothing. A lot like you can with crypto. Um, but it's risky. It's gambling. It's a good way to lose a lot of money is trading penny stocks. The lucky few can make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know, good resources to find out about penny stocks. As we said, Twitter, there's a lot of accounts that these guys spend all day researching into these rumors of mergers and acquisitions for penny stocks. They're going to show you all their best trades and they're going to retweet their best trades every day. They're never going to show you their bad trades. Yeah. And there's a lot of bad trades. They just delete those tweets, right? <laughs> yeah, they have two accounts. One like... Yeah. yeah just like, delete well, your yeah. bad trades and then eventually everyone forgets about oh them. So that's why these pump and dumpers work on Twitter. Yeah. So be cautious of them. But there is a lot to be learned. Yeah. Um, low floats yep. is another uh, thing I want to bring up. If you can find a company that has a low float, like under 50 million shares, for example. Right. So low amount of shares. That's right. Yeah. If there's a lot of shares and volume comes in, it's going to take a lot to move that. If there's a, a low amount of shares and volume comes in, it will really move it. Mm. So what was that NFT? Tapinator. Tapinator. How's that doing? I that was like doing a, okay. That was a, that's a low. Flow. That's a low flow. You couldn't even buy. It's like you couldn't buy or you sell put a it. buy order in and you can't even get it because there's like there's so fifteen few shares. shares available. But yeah. man, that thing would move. Yeah. So that's an example of you know a hyped up industry NFT. So when the NFT boom started last year, we got onto. Tapinator, which was a low float NFT company, legitimate company, had yeah, an yeah. NFT platform, not a lot of shares, and we bought shares in that, and it like tripled. Yeah, it went from like yeah seven bucks to twenty four or something. Yeah, like on that. the OTC. Yeah, so yeah. you know, it's 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 an example of finding the trending sector. Yeah, finding real companies. It's a perfect example. Yeah, it is yeah. a perfect, and that we did well on that one for sure. It was a low float too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of ticked all the boxes. Yeah, we just talked about. That's it. So yeah, look, the opportunity is there. It's super risky. It's, you know, we do have a penny stock channel in the Discord um, that we post uh, some penny stocks in. Um, we always say, you know, be cautious, it's risky. Um, it's just another side of the stock market to learn. There's a lot of parallels for penny stocks and crypto, I think. Um, but in general, be cautious. Yeah, definitely. Well said. Yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap that's it up. That's a great place. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tune in next episode. It's going to be a fucking banger. I'll right, we'll talk to you later. See ya.